We hear in the Gospel of Luke, they were saying, the Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Come join us today on The Way with DJ. Well, hello everyone. I know it's been a few weeks um, since I recorded an episode and um, I'd kind of like to a little talk a little bit about that today. Um, what I'm going to be doing is uh, basically finishing up the f- points of my spiritual journey. So this is actually episode or part four. And the reason why um, I haven't recorded in the last few weeks is because uh, we had a spring break here, or winter break with the grandchildren. So they were in for a week's time. Uh, So I wanted to spend a little time with my family during that time. And then also uh, things got a little bit hectic at, at, at the parish. And so I wanted to, I needed to kind of focus on that uh, for a few days as well. So we're here on a Friday. Um, the work, that work week is done, and I'm recording this episode. So this part four, we left off with um, me being ordained a permanent deacon in a Catholic church. And I kind of like to p- kind of pick up from that point on. So Um, What was going on in my family at that time is that my daughter had gotten married um, and she had a child, my first grandchild, Kennedy. And, um, you know, I had to um, learn how to split time, um, so to speak, from my diaconate duties and from my ministerial duties with to with so I was able to spend time with my family. And that was an important part of me kind of learning uh, what it meant to be a deacon, but also what it meant to be a father and a grandfather as well. Uh, One of the things during the admissions and scrutinies board that they talked about with me is that I needed to learn how to balance time. And that is something that I still work on to this day, many, many, many years later, Um, But it was something that I needed to work on. It was something that I needed to balance time. And it took me a good few years to realize, um, and one big life event that I'm going to be talking about in a minute, but it took me a few years and this one big event to kind of finally realize that this was something that um, I needed to do for myself. So... Um, grandchildren started to come. Uh, my gr- my granddaughter was born. My grandson, my first grandson, William, was born. Um, life happened. You know, Nancy retired from her full time job. Um, she, you know, we we started kind of planning the next phase of our life, so to speak. Uh, my son, who uh, now lives with us, you know, came back and. Um, he lived with us for a while, and then he moved out, and so there was always we were always kind of in a state of flux in in our family, and and that's okay. I mean, that's how families kind of roll sometimes, and I I certainly understand that, and I certainly you know am, am accepting of that. I mean, 
you know, um, we always say, my wife and I, Nancy, have always said that, you know, we will provide a roof over the head of anybody that would like to come and and stay with us, um, you know, from our family. So um, there were times when my daughter and my granddaughter were back here. There were times when my son was back here and so on. And so that was kind of a good thing. It was a good thing to kind of have those, the bigger house and the, the yard and having the grandkids here all the time. Matter of fact, there were a couple summers that the grandkids actually spent the majority of the summer with us. Um, so it was a, a wonderful, wonderful time. But it did come, so not, I don't want to say it came as at a price, but as far as my spiritual journey goes, uh, it, it was a struggle. It was a struggle at times to try to balance my family life with my ministerial duties. Um, so I had to, you know, kind of think about how I was going to do that, but you know, in the long run, um, what wound up happening was, you know, it, it took a toll on my health. And it took a toll on my health, not just from a, you know, a, a stress point of view, but also a physical point of view where it got to the point where I wasn't eating correctly. And even though I was taking medication for high blood pressure and cholesterol and all that kind of stuff, um, it, it, it took a toll on me physically. And so, and I talk about this in my book, um, I'm having a heart attack. Um, but it, it, you know, it, that's what it was, is it was a heart attack. And I, you know, I woke up one morning and I wasn't feeling good and, and I hadn't been feeling good that previous night. And I was thinking to myself, well, it was just the stress of what was coming up that day because we were having a funeral for one of our longtime parishioners and someone that I had personally gone and visited. And, you know, um, so there was the stress of that and there was the stress of just things that were happening in my life at that time. And I woke up one morning and I went into the office to prepare for this funeral. And the next thing you know, um, I had had a heart attack and I had actually coded three times. They had to bring me back uh, with the paddles three times. Um, and so I had a couple stents put in my heart and I had to kind of refocus and I had to kind of say, you know, um, I need to kind of start taking care of myself. And this, I mean, certainly when you look at spiritual milestones or spiritual turning points, um, this was certainly a spiritual turning point for me. It, it, it made me face my own mortality. It made me face the fact that I could have died that day, um, not once, but three times. Um, and so I needed to make some changes in my life. And, and those changes over the course of the last nine, almost 10 years now, um, have been, you know, they've been up and down as well. You know, at first I was gung-ho and I lost a lot of weight and I was eating correctly. And there have been times during the course of the 10 years that I haven't exercised as much as I should have and I haven't eaten the way that I should. But, you know, I always try to go back to that time where I can kind of jump back up on the horse and kind of say, okay, I need to start doing that and need to start taking care of myself again. Um, so, you know, and in addition to all of this that was going on, um, there was ministries that needed to be done. 
there were ministries, not just in youth ministry at that particular time, but the transition to pastoral ministry was happening. And I was in charge of so many different things at the parish. And then we had a change of pastors and and all of the things that happen along, that go, go along with living parish life. And so the ministries and the commitments and the, you know, all of those things, eventually after the heart attack, which was, like I said, a very spiritual turning point in my life, um, it became that, you know, the things would get done, um, but there was a much more comfortableness involved with it. It wasn't such a pressure situation where I felt that I needed to do this. Um, So the stress level kind of went away a little bit. It didn't go away all the way because there's always stress involved in ministry, whether, you know, you're, you're counseling somebody that is going through a grief or if you're, you know, deaconing a funeral, deaconing a wedding, all of those different things that as a pastoral minister I do, um, you know, those things don't go away. So there is a little stress involved. But there is not nearly as much stress involved as there was um, right before that heart attack. And so, you know, ministry for me has evolved over time. And I've learned to say no to things. I've learned to give up things. I've learned to, you know, just go and make appearances instead of, you know, having to be in on the planning and, you know, having to have um, be at the parish five nights a week and all of those types of things. Because I realized that. It wasn't just me being at the parish and me and it taking a toll on me physically and spiritually and emotionally, but it also was taking a toll on my family because I was never around. Um, you know, having to kind of figure out and navigate schedules always based on the parish was disconcerting to not only my my um, my wife with Nancy, but but also with the kids who wanted to part of, spend part of t- their time with me and my daughter and all of those things. So it was certainly, certainly a struggle, and it continues to be a struggle to this day. Um, it's not something that I know that I am ever going to solve, um, but it is something that I'm aware of and that I can kind of check myself with as I go through life and as I go through ministry. Um, another big thing that happened during this particular time is that I completed, you know, in, in recent years, within the fi- past five or six years, I've completed two degrees. I've completed my bachelor's degree, and I've also completed uh, a master's degree in theology. And I am actually currently in a um, THD, which is a, a, a doctorate program. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm pursuing a doctorate at this particular time in addition to some of the ministerial roles and duties I have. Um, but it, it was something that I felt that I needed to do, and I needed to do this for myself. Um, COVID or the pandemic certainly happened, or it certainly helped during that particular time because I was able to spend the time that I needed and coursework and completing those degrees. But, um, you know, the college degrees were a big part of that. And then also, um, I've kind of returned in, in this particular year of 2022-23, I've actually started to teach again, um, which is something that I truly, truly missed. I mean, I love doing kid, you know, the kids' retreats and days of reflection and all of those different types of things. And I love preaching at school masses and kids' masses and all those things. And so, you know, I always say that the kids really kind of, kind of 
bring a new energy to myself and to my ministry. And so I'm teaching again. I'm teaching 7th and 8th grade religion over at the school, and I really hope that it continues next year. It's going to be dependent, obviously, on the principal and you know the teachers that they hire and things. But um, I, I really am truly enjoying it. And being in the classroom, um, coming out of the classroom, I, I really felt that I've made a big difference this year. Um, especially with with the group of kids that we have, they're they're a great great group of young people. So that's kind of where I am. Um, you know, I, I go through life and and I try my best and I try my best with balance. I try my best with spending time with my family, spending time with the kids as they come in. You know, when they come in, Kennedy's now away at school, so I always try to you know make one or two trips. Um, you know, out to New York where she goes to school. Um, the boys come in and, you know, like I said, they were just here uh, last week. Um, so, you know, I took the time off. And, and you know, the funny thing about it is um, the week that, that they were in was actually the week of Ash Wednesday. And, and when I was reflecting back on that, I thought to myself, if this was 10 years ago or um, 15 years ago or, or even, you know, even five years ago, I would have never, ever taken that week off. Never. Um, that, that was something that, you know, the, the, I mean, I, I did my duties on Ash Wednesday, and I did what I needed to do um, during the week at home here, but um, I never, ever would have even thought of taking that time off. But, uh, you know, it, it becomes a balancing act, and it becomes that was the week that they had to be in, and that was the week that I wanted to spend with them, and so we did. Um, and we created, as we always do when they come, you know, we created some great, great memories. So, you know, my spiritual journey, and, and, and this kind of is a reflection for all of us, I guess, at this particular time. Um, my spiritual journey is a journey that goes on and on and on. It's something that is never ending. It's something that is still being written, to use, you know, the cliched term. Um, but it is something that is still being written. It's something that, you know, that it is on evolving and ongoing and so on. And that's really the way it is for all of us. But it's important, and, and hopefully by these this series of four videos, you've kind of thought and reflected upon your own spiritual journey. And that is what it's really all about. That's what that's the purpose of, of this of these this series, this four part series. You know, I can tell my story to all of you and it could be a very interesting story. It could be, you know, maybe some things that you didn't know about me and and that's a that's okay. I mean that's that's why I told it. Um, but it's also important that you write your own spiritual journey as well, that it, you spend the time to reflect on the points in your life where God was truly, truly present and you really felt that he was present and that he was guiding you along and, and guiding you along that path, that journey that, that we are all on. And so I encourage you to still come to write your spiritual journey as well, no matter how old you are. If you're a young person, if you are middle-aged, if you are getting a little bit older like I am, or even if you are older, you know, that, that we're all on this spiritual journey. That's where God wants us to be. And so we kind of follow that and we kind of go along with that. And so, again, I want to thank you for 
indulging with me today and in, in, in listening to me. Um, and hopefully uh, within the next couple of weeks, we can get back to weekly posts. Um, but again, you know, uh, it's about all about that balance. It's about the balance between spending time with your family, spending time with your God, and spending time with the things that are important to you that are going to make you a better person. And so again, thank you for indulging with me today and listening to me. May God continue, continue during this Lenten season to hold you in the palm of his hand.